Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for August 11th, 2019. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. Okay, I have some new videos up on the blog. Let's start with uh, Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae from last night's uh, WWE NXT TakeOver show in Toronto. And um, I'll say right off the top, you want to watch it. If you didn't see this match, you want to see it. It's really good. So this was our first real opportunity to see EO as a heel. She has all new everything, um, a new costume, uh, new music. You know, her hair is being done differently. She's obviously wearing different makeup. She's not wearing lipstick anymore. And she even is carrying a black mask with her. And in Japan, they're already calling her Black Eo. Now, she still does the same things that she always does. Okay? So the main difference is her look and her mannerisms. You know, she's a heel now, right? So the way the match starts is Candace attacks Eo before the bell. And the end result is Eo suplexes Candace onto the announce table and returns to the ring expecting a countout. And when you were watching this, you want to make note of Eo's um, mannerisms, right? So this all sets the tone for the rest of the match. And though Candace gets her share of offense in, Eo is the focus of the match, as she should be. And they executed it pretty flawless. There may have been one mistake in the match, and they actually... Uh, EO in particular covered up for it pretty well. And, and that's one of the things that EO and Asuka are both excellent at. If there's a mistake, they know how to, sh to, to make it look like it wasn't a mistake. It's just, it's very, you know, they're both very talented. So Candace is looking for revenge and EO is dismissive of her. That's the whole story. Now, so there's a lot of, you know, a lot of great moves in there. Uh, uh, I thought, uh, EO in particular stood out. I mean, she was excellent. Now, of course, the big finish comes when Candace kicks out of EO's moonsault. Now, EO's reaction to this is hilarious. It's, it's so funny. Anyway, so what she does is she hooks a Koji clutch and she puts Candace to sleep. So that's the end of that match. Don't know if it's the end of the program. And the one thing I would say is that along with uh, Asuka versus Becky Lynch at the Royal Rumble, this is the best WWE women's match so far this year. Now, as you may have heard, Shayna Baszler beat Mia Yim to retain the NXT Women's Championship. And in his post-show Facebook chat, Triple H teased that EO and her new personality may get another title shot. So I don't know if they're going to do that. Uh, EO, when she did a backstage promo, kind of gave the impression that once she beats Candice, she's going after the title again. So, uh, you know, the next TakeOver show is going to be um, in November. Uh, obviously, there's not going to be a Revolution show this year. Uh, so, uh, uh, we'll see how they build that. And basically, you've got two heels here. And... Um, I'm not sure who the fans will favor. I think it will be EO because fans really respect her, right? Okay. Now uh, we have a couple of fights from last night's um, UFC show. Uh, UFC on ESPN Plus 
14, I think, in Montevideo, Uruguay. So the main event had, Liz, had um, Valentina Shevchenko defending the UFC Flyweight Championship against Liz Carmouche. And, uh, you know, Liz got this title shot because they really don't have anybody else right now. She was supposed to fight uh, Roxanne Modafferi in San Antonio, and um, they gave her this title shot instead. I mean, she, she's been a title contender before. That's why they gave it to her. But I warn you, I warn you guys that this fight could be a big dud. So as a kickboxer, Valentina typically is a counterpuncher who reacts to what her opponent does. So if Liz is aggressive, the fight could be decent because then, you know, Valentina does more. And I didn't think Liz could beat Valentina anyway, but it could have been half decent, okay? Instead, Liz stood there for five rounds and did nothing, okay? Zilch. Now, round one was so bad that I scored it 9-9. Neither of them really landed anything, okay? And, and I guess what happened was that uh, 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 Valentina's coach... Pavel Fedotov saw what was going on and he told her, he says, look, even if she doesn't go after you, you need to go after her because you, you have to win this fight. Okay, so, so when it became clear that doing nothing was Liz's strategy, Valentina did enough to pitch a 50-45 shutout. And based on what her corner told her between rounds, Liz executed the planned strategy. And she admitted it afterwards, all right? It's just awful strategy. I mean, there's a difference between fighting to win and fighting to not lose. And if Liz and her trainer, Manny Hernandez, thought that, thought that was a winning strategy, they are dopes. Because if you're planning to lose 50-45, it went perfectly, but you should be planning to win. And it's like I said, I did not believe that um, Liz could beat her anyway, but you know, to approach the fight like that is just dumb. You know, what are you doing? All right, okay, we have another matchup. It's Marina Rodriguez versus Tisha Torres, and this is a gatekeeper match. Uh, Tisha is ranked too high, though she is trending down. She's the kind of fighter who has been overrated for so long, it makes me wonder if people know what they're seeing, okay? I, I guess they like the way she fights, but she's really an ineffective points fighter, and she's getting worse. She's like on a three-fight losing streak, right? Uh, Marina was in the Brazilian Dana White Contender Series. She is mostly a kickboxer. She'll be ranked if she wins this fight. Um... Marina is much taller than Tisha, okay? And she used that to her advantage. So it was mostly a kickboxing match, as I expected. And, um, you know, Marina's at this point, and what's funny about it is Marina is actually older than Tisha, but she has less experience, okay? Marina is uh, better than Tisha, and she won the fight 30-27. And I have my doubts that Marina is really any good, so her next fight could give us a better idea. You know, Tisha was ranked too high, but she was ranked. So I guess that's the bottom line. So now that Tisha has lost four in a row, maybe she will retire, as I suggested a few months ago. Okay. And now there's a third, there was a third fight, but uh, I don't think the video is going to get posted from what I could tell. It's not 
really a very long fight anyway. Uh, it was at um, uh, strawweight. Uh, Veronica Macedo versus um, Pauliana Viana. Veronica is originally from Venezuela, uh, but she uh, lives in Europe. I think she lives in France right now. Uh, they were talking on the broadcast that she is planning to move to Vancouver. Okay, and if you'll notice when you watch, if you were to watch the fight, she speaks like, it's like Valentina. She speaks a lot of languages. She travels around so much, she has to know all the languages. All right. Now, uh, her time in the UFC, she's lost three fights in a row, and you would think that she'd be on the chopping block if she were to lose this fight. Pollyanna is a Brazilian. Uh, she's a decorated uh, BJJ competitor, but the thing I've noticed about her uh, when she loses she seems to be overconfident and uh, careless, okay? And that's what happened here is that uh, Pollyanna took uh, Veronica down in uh, the first round and um, she, uh, 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 I guess she th thought she could control her or whatever she had in her mind, but somehow uh, Veronica was able to get an arm and then she won with an arm bar in like uh, less than a minute. So, you know, it was, an odd, it was an odd fight in that respect. I mean, there was no question that Pollyanna was favored to win as she should have been. But, uh, you know, give Veronica credit for taking advantage of an opportunity, taking advantage of an opportunity. So again, uh, that video has not been posted uh, and I do not expect it to be posted at this point. I'll check a couple of times. And if I do, it does come up then I will um, post it. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the match again, though. All right. Now, uh, there is one women's match this Tuesday on the, the Tuesday Night Contender Series, and that is um, uh, at uh, Bantamweight, uh, Shauna Young versus uh, Sarah Alper. Uh, Shauna is from Knoxville, and um, we've seen her before in Invicta. She lost. And, um, you know, I, I don't remember what she was like, to be honest with you. Uh, that was last year. Uh, Sarah is from uh, Texas. Uh, she trains with um, Doug Fry, Jinyu Fry's husband. And um, she's had some success in um, uh, some of the uh, regional companies, LFA and that sort of thing. So uh, that's going to be on Tuesday night. We'll have a look at it then. And don't forget, tonight is SummerSlam. I will not be posting any videos from that, but of course I will be watching. Um, uh, tomorrow night is uh, on Raw. The Kabuki Warriors are going to be challenging uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross for the tag Women's Tag Team Championships. So we'll see how that goes. Likely have a video to post. Um, and, uh, you know, there's going to be a, a UFC show next week. So for sure, I'll have a new podcast up at the end of the week. Um, if Once again, check out the videos, frankp316 at blogspot.com. If you have any questions or comments, you can post them on uh, Anchor's voicemail. And if you want to um, subscribe to the podcast, you can do so at uh, uh, Google Music, um, Apple Music, um, Spotify, and a bunch of other services as well. So anyway, have a good week. We'll talk to you later.